0: Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them, I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode Alyssa Milano, Look in My Heart from 1989.
1: Your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun. just
0: thinking about. To- the original Broadway production of Annie opened in 1977 at the Alvin Theater, which is now known as the Neil Simon Theater. The musical is based on the 1924 comic strip Little Orphan Annie by Harold Gray. The show has music by Charles Strauss, lyrics by Martin Sharnan. And a book by Thomas Meehan. The show was a huge success and was nominated for eleven Tony Awards, winning seven. Its success led to several productions in different countries, as well as a touring company. One of the touring companies in the late seventies cast the future Brat Pack member Molly Ringwald as the orphan Kate.
1: They forgot my birthday.
0: A few years later, taking over that same role was Alyssa Milano.
1: Your closet Melissa decided when she was seven that she would do Broadway. And um, she was ready to do it. And she went in and she auditioned for a play, Annie. Um, And there were 1,500 children there and four were picked. And it was her first audition. And she was one of the four. But I think coming from a creative family, being her mom was a a clothing designer, her dad's a musician. I I think she was very exposed to theatrics.
0: That's Alyssa Milano's mother, Lynn Milano, in a 1989 Alyssa Milano Japanese TV special. Alyssa and Lynn would spend 18 months on the road with Annie, before finally returning home to New York, where Alyssa then took roles in several off-Broadway productions, in addition to several TV commercials, including this ad for High C, which obviously I know you can't see her in this clip, but this song? Come on.
1: High C, high See? It so wonderfully wonderfully And all that C. You're gonna see. There's enough.
0: Milano had gone with one of her friends from the Annie cast to a New York agent's office. The agent ended up signing Milano instead of her friend. And from there, things took off. She quickly had her film debut. In Marissa Silver's 1984 coming-of-age comedy drama Old Enough, the film won first prize at the Sundance Film Festival that year.
1: He had nature today. Oh, great. You had nature yesterday.
0: The same year, Milano got her first role as a series regular on the ABC sitcom Who's the Boss?
1: There's more to life and what's your living So take a chance and face the wind. Open road and a road, that's hit. Brand new life
0: around the band. Who's the Boss premiered on September 20th, 1984? It was up against another sitcom debuting that night, The Cosby Show. Who's the Boss starred Tony Danza as Tony Maselli, a former Major League Baseball player working as a live-in housekeeper for single advertising executive Angela Bauer, played by Judith Light. Alyssa Milano played Danza's daughter Samantha.
1: Here she is. This is Samantha. Oh, oh, she got that china stealing third in Little League. Uh, (laughs) Sam, I want you to meet some real nice people. This is Mona Robinson. Nice to meet you. And this is Angela Bauer. Oh, I'm very pleased to meet you, Miss Bauer. You have a lovely home and you're so pretty. Oh, thank you. I'm very flattered. That's the idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who's the Boss ended up being one of the most successful sitcoms of the 80s, lasting for 196 episodes over eight seasons. The show was nominated for over 40 awards, with Milano winning two Young Artist Awards and three Kids' Choice Awards. In 1985, Milano would appear with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the action film Commando.
1: They hunted him down, murdered his friends, and took the only thing he would kill for. you got to cooperate, right? Wrong. Now, somewhere, somehow... Someone's gonna pay. Remember Sally I promised to kill you last? I lied. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Commando. Let's party.
0: Commando premiered on October 4th, 1985. It was a box office success, debuting at number one, and it ended up grossing over $57.5 million during its theatrical run. But let's jump ahead a few years to 1989. That's when Commando was shown on the Japanese channel TV Asahi. This airing of the film was dubbed by the voice actors, I'm going to try my best with these names, Tesso Gendo and Mika Doi. It helped them launch huge careers in anime voiceovers. The translation was done by Katsushigi Hirata, who also translated films like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings for Japanese audiences. With this dubbed version, Commando became massively popular in Japan
1: we'll you okay? Okay.
0: If you heard the recent episode of Bizarre Albums about Edward Furlong, you heard me mention the importance of marketing in Japan Commando's newfound popularity led to Alyssa Milano doing commercials for chocolate milk and pasta Pasta de So, In that commercial, the bottom of the screen reads, Song by Alyssa Milano. And soon after, the song would be released as a single, and Milano was signed to a four-album deal with Canyon International Records. So on March 21st, 1989, Alyssa Milano released, Look in My Heart on Canyon International. The album begins with its title track, the same song that was featured in the pasta commercial. It was released as a single and had a music video. There was also a Japanese TV special titled Look in My Heart. In the special, she talked about several of the album's songs and what they were about.
1: Sometimes I'm afraid to show my feelings, but I've found that sometimes happiness only comes from letting your feelings out. Look in My Heart is a song about showing your feelings. Dear Diary, as I remember all the great times I had working on Look In My Heart, the best memories are of all the friends I made. I guess I'll always cherish these friendships most. The most important moment in my life was when my little brother Corey was born. What a feeling is a song I dedicated to Corey.
0: Up next is the album's first non-single, well, for Milano anyway. It's a cover of Da Do Run Run, a song written by Jeff Barry, Ellie Greenwich, and Phil Spector, and had been a top-five hit for The Crystals back in 1963. Here, Da Do Run Run is part of a medley mixed with Magic in Your Eyes. Magic in Your Eyes is a new song written for the album by its producer, Joey Carbone, and Milano's father, Tom Milano. Tom Milano worked as a film music editor, with credits including The Hunt for Red October, True Romance, and Spider-Man 3, just to name a few. Tom Milano also did the drum programming here. The song also features some saxophone from David Woodford, making the song sound very much like an 80s sitcom theme here. Woodford has also appeared on some albums I've covered on the show before, The California Raisins and The Simpsons Sing the Blues. Joey Carbone and Tom Milano also co-wrote the next song, You Lied to Me. In case you haven't heard that episode on the Edward Furlong album, in the late 80s and early 90s, Joey Carbone was making quite a career for himself in Japan, taking American actors and turning them into Japanese pop stars. For more on his story, I recommend going back two episodes and listening to the Edward Furlong episode. It's one of my favorites. next is Kimiwa Sunshine Boy, which translates to You Are My Sunshine Boy. But there are some variations of the album with this. For the album's vinyl release in South Korea, Kimiwa Sunshine Boy is for some reason replaced by a song called The Best in the World, which would also be the title of Milano's greatest hits and remix album released in Japan the following year. The next song, Born to Love, is the one song on the album written and produced by Belgian producer and composer Fanny De Wolf. I'd love to tell you more about him, but all of his credits seem to be from overseas albums and singles that I'm just not familiar with at all. So let's hear some of Born to Love. Waiting for My Star is a song co-written and arranged by Mark Davis. Davis is a producer, keyboardist, songwriter, and arranger who's done work on over 30 gold and platinum albums. He's worked with legendary artists like Smokey Robinson, Diana Ross, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, and the Jackson Five. In addition to the song's lyrics, the album's liner notes had what was called Alyssa's Dictionary. It was all written in Japanese, but some of the entries include Ice Hockey, Gooey Chocolate, and Teen Steam, which was the name of a workout video that Milano released in the U.S. Milano sang in that as well. album's closer, Straight to the Top, was also released as a single and had a music video. was only released in Japan, South Korea, Singapore, Indonesia, and Thailand. It peaked at number 68 in Japan. Despite some success there, Milano never wanted to bring her singing to the U.S. In a 1991 interview with the LA Times, Milano said, a lot of actors who release albums here are laughed at. I'm not interested in crossing over. I'd much rather have it released where it's appreciated than laughed at, end quote. I never even got into any of the session players here. They include Dennis Belfield, who not only played on the Edward Furlong album, he's also worked with Chris Christofferson, Neil Young, Ringo Starr, and the Monkees, among so many others. Tampa Lynn sang backing vocals. She's also appeared on songs with the Bee Gees, Kenny Loggins, and Wild Cherry. Plus there's guitarist John Gow, maybe it's John Gow, G-O-U-X, not sure how to say it. Anyway, he played with Randy Newman on the Toy Story soundtrack. He's played with Barry Manilow, Christina Aguilera, and in 1982, he played on an album for the star of the TV series The Greatest American Hero, William Catt. But that is for another time.